670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 706, good morning. Thanks for uh, listening in this morning. He's Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. And live from uh, Washington, D.C., on the telephone with us this morning, we have Yvonne St. Cyr. Um, Yvonne, first of all, thank you for, uh, I know it's kind of a pain this morning. Uh, you went into uh, the court early just so you could get through the metal detectors and all the checks and everything to uh, allow time to talk to us here on News Talk KBOI. I know your trial starts here in about 24 minutes, uh, but appreciate you doing that early so just so we could talk to you this morning. Well, I appreciate you having me on so I can share my story and share the craziness that is happening in our country right now. Well, let's start off with first, what are the charges um, that you are fighting in court? So I have been charged with two felonies and four misdemeanors. I had been misspoking. I thought they were all felonies because no one really had told me. But um, when we started, I realized, oh, it's only two felonies and four misdemeanors. And they are two civil disorder. I think those are the two felonies. Entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds. Um, disorderly or disruptive conduct in a restricted building or grounds. Disorderly conduct in a Capitol building and parading, demonstrating or picketing in a Capitol building. So I want to get this um, straight. Now, you were offered a plea deal, right? And you turned that down to go to court, right? Correct. In the beginning, when I was first arrested, they offered me um, in 2021 um, two misdemeanor charges. And um, they said that most likely I would just get a year probation and no jail time. And I said, I'm not going to admit guilt to something I did not do. So no, thank you. And they came back with these charges. Now is, is and then they is, offered uh, me another plea deal, and I said no, thank you. Is is your strategy in court to say I didn't do the things that you say I did, or uh, you know I was involved in some things, but they they either weren't or shouldn't have been a crime? My strategy in court is that I never had an intent to. I got caught up in the moment, and I was in places that I shouldn't have been, but there was never an intent to commit a, commit a crime. I didn't have any clue what was happening. I literally wasn't. When you get caught in that moment and you're there, I mean, if you watch, we watched my interrogation video on Sunday and, and I literally openly talked to the FBI, didn't contact my lawyer, offered, I mean, that is not somebody that is guilty. And I told my husband, it's funny, two years later, I wouldn't have done that. What I know now in the system and how corrupt it is, I would have never talked to them. I would have kept my mouth shut and not, but I literally talked to them like they were my friends for an hour, telling them anything they wanted to know because I have absolutely not one thing to hide. I went there because our election was stolen. I know that. I took an oath to support and defend our Constitution. I wanted to be a part of history and make sure that my voice was heard. I went there to watch the certification of the election. I wanted them to send it back like they should have. There was enough. Two, two states, Pennsylvania, and my, my attorney brought that up on the opening arguments. Two states had objected, and that was why they had to go back. And, and those two states were enough that it should have went back to the states to be looked at. But they didn't. They went through with their corruption, and this is a setup. And we are we are literally pawns in their game to hide what they are doing. And if Americans don't wake up, they're not going to realize we are not going to be free. We are the last stand because if they can make every single one of us go to prison, then none of you are ever going to stand up. It's like my attorney said on Sunday. Troy asked him. He said, "Would you risk your license for the truth?" And they said, "No. I would risk my life 
for the truth. That is the difference between them and I. All right. Let's get back to the court court case. Um, Jury, you had the first two days were voir dire and jury selection. What what was that like? Uh, Are you happy with the jury? Absolutely not. It is the most corrupt system. Literally, we watched. I couldn't. I was. I had to laugh. It was so blatantly obvious. They would literally because of the DC and the, the, you know, all these people have been blasted with this over and over and over in their beliefs. So I understand where they're coming from. But he would ask them, "Do you think you can put your beliefs aside?" And most of them, some of them, there were a few that you're like, "Yeah," but the majority of them said no. I mean, a lot of them were saying these people are treason. If they were on the grounds, they committed treason. And he's like, well, I know your beliefs are really strong, but do you think you could set them aside? You know, just look at the evidence and only, and then they're like, well, maybe possibly. And he's like, okay, well, let's, let's talk about that. So you think you possibly could, but are you certain you could, you know, if I just, if, if I give you the law, the way it's supposed to be, and you look at the evidence, can you just put those really strong beliefs aside that she, that she committed treason and, and give her a fair and impartial and literally they would fold and they would, and then we would move for cause, and they, and he would argue it. So what was really crazy is yesterday we had one juror that said basically the same thing about law enforcement. So one of the questions they ask him is, "Do you believe um, police officers or law enforcement are more honest or less honest just because of their position?" And he said, "Less honest." So it was obviously he didn't trust the government or law enforcement, and they were ready to dismiss him right away. But my attorney literally stood up and argued and used the exact verbiage, the exact verbiage that the judge did and got him to get to where he would be certain that he could listen and be fair and unbiased. And they still, um, start strike for cause. So it's did you, did you, so blatantly did, unfair that even my daughter who is not necessarily believes and thinks the way she lives in Virginia and she's influenced by her friends and people here was appalled. They, her and her friend came yesterday, and they just were like, are you kidding me? This is our system. And it's so, so corrupt. And it's So did your, your attorney get anybody on the jury that you guys liked? No, not really. I think there's one guy that I'm hopeful for that keeps taking notes. Is not a mask wearer. There's not, I think there's two people on the entire jury that do not wear masks. And... Um, he's taking notes and he keeps making contact with me and my husband. And it just takes one heart. I just need one heart to lean into the truth, but the way they do the laws and stuff. So my, my, it's going to be intent because mens rea is anyone that commits a crime, their mind has to be guilty of committing that crime. And that is my only hope because nowhere in my, there was never an intent to commit any crime. I love my country. I mean, I was a Marine God country Corps. Um, This is, all about right. truth and freedom for everyone. You mentioned your, your your daughters that you said that she doesn't necessarily think like you and has been influenced by her friends there in uh, Virginia and the way things are. Who do you believe you were influ- influenced by that actually sent you to Washington that day? God. <laughs> so when 2020 started, I, you know, I kind of went down the rabbit hole. I didn't know there was such a thing as a rabbit hole, but I discovered it and um but then I also learned that um, we're programmed. I mean, I knew that. I, it, it took me a minute to think about it because as a Marine, I was brainwashed. So once I started to think like that, I was like, well, it makes sense. Every information we get comes from another human being. That is programming. We are supercomputers. If you look at our DNA and all that, I won't get into that. But um, so I felt led. I mean, it was, I was adamant. I told my husband in December, I'm going to D.C. whether you come or not. I would like for you to come, but if you don't want to take the time off, I'm going to D.C. 
because I knew I knew I was supposed to be here. I knew I had a purpose. I believe we all have a purpose, and I believe my purpose is to share truth in this world and to so, bring a different perspective. Let me let me just concentrate on that. You deserve you you believe that you are in this place for a reason, correct? Correct. Okay. What happens if you are found guilty? Do you think that that also is a, you know it happens for a reason? Yes, I believe that I've I've prayed about it, and I'm not naive to think that I'm I know I'm fighting an uphill battle, and I know, but I also know that I have I have God on my side. I know there's something more powerful in this world that is happening than we can explain, but I also know that God will put me wherever I need to be, and if I need to be a light in a dark place in a prison and share some truth there, then I will go there with my head held high and do what I need to to bring truth. I want to make sure that my grandkids have a free and fair country to raise their families in, and I will fight until my last breath for freedom. It is our God-given right. We are sovereign beings given by God, not by man, and it's time it. we take it back. Got it. On that, on that day two years ago, thinking back, is there anything that if the whole thing uh, happened again that you would do differently? <sighs> the human in me? Yes, would do it very differently. But the person in me that knows that I'm here for purpose wouldn't because I was led by God. I have to trust. I have to trust in a power that is so much greater than me. I have to. I just, I feel it to my very core. I can't explain it. It's that peace beyond all understanding. 14 years in the church, I spent all that time with you, and I never understood that peace beyond all understanding until I got to D.C. and I had to be here and listen to this. I know where this continues. I know we're just about up on time. I just want to ask you one real quick question. How long uh, do you, does your attorney say that this case is going to probably last? It goes till Friday, and they said that it is unwinnable. So your attorneys so have told you that it's unwinnable? Undefendable. Yes, they have. Wow. Well, um, Yvonne, I want to take. Uh, thank you. Go ahead. If any, I, I hate to ask this because I haven't really asked, but we could use help financially. We have a gift send go, and I haven't really been... Um, asking because I didn't want to. I wasn't sure, but if anyone can help, I would appreciate any extra help just to get home. We, It's expensive here, and this has been a lot out of our pocket to get us here and all this hotels and everything else. Yvonne so, St. Cyr, thank you for taking some time. I know you got to get to court here in a few minutes. Uh, thank you for taking time talking you. with us this morning. Um, and I, I'll just say, I, I hope your attorneys are wrong and uh, that you uh, do win the case, and uh, wish you good luck this week. Thank you for sharing the truth. I appreciate it.